Welcome to the Business Blast Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Wagner. This episode is brought to you by Authors Unite. Authors Unite provides you with all the resources you need to become a successful author. You can learn more about Authors Unite and join the free community at authorsunite.com. Now, let's jump into the episode. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Business Blast podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Wagner. Today, I have Anna Paula with us. She is the spiritual architect and creator of soulshape.me, where she supports people in setting a strong foundation for their spiritual practice so they can connect deeper to themselves and others to create a huge impact in the world. So welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Grateful to, to have you here, Anna. Um, we'll, we'll jump into the first one. The first question I have for you is, is what is the best story from your life that has an underlying valuable message? Um, I guess that would be following, um, following your heart in the sense of, and, and being courageous in stretching past what's scary, right? And then building up from that. So for example, I had a career in architecture. I was in architecture for about 10 years overall, including school and everything. And, um, and I was at one of the best firms in the world. And I knew that my heart was pulling me somewhere else. And um, for me to feel complete with that, I went into, like, I knew that I had to speak to the main architect of the firm. And that was very scary. And, um, but I had done other things in the past where I had to do the same thing and just really express my truth and be bold with, um, with my inner knowing. So I went up the stairs to his office and I expressed my truth. And I told him, um, the shifts that I was seeing in my life and how I was leaving architecture altogether. And, um, he, he was actually very supportive and I was able to, to just in a sense, come out of like something that I thought was not accepted because of the stories that I had and really face my truth and stand authentically. And that was just extremely powerful. And the more that we get to do that in our lives, the more that we um, are able to, to be more in conviction with what we believe. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it does. I, and I actually wanted to dive a little bit deeper there. So I think, um, and you actually did explain it, but I think there maybe even could be more more talked about here. So for instance, like, I think it's hard for people, a lot of people to follow their heart. Like they're like, well, I don't know what I want. And and my actual response to, to such things, because like, for instance, I run two companies and I do this podcast and I absolutely love the podcast and I wouldn't have discovered it if I hadn't like tried all these different things and actually kind of become aware of what my heart or body was feeling as I was trying out all these different professions. So that's how like I did it. So if you were to like explain to somebody how to follow your heart, like what would you say? Would you say like experience or or do you kind of have some other technique or something? Yeah. So in, in my case, for example, just knowing First, okay, so there's two questions in there, kind of. So one is how to follow your heart, and then the other one is more about um, how to step into the courage of standing in your truth. Mm. Um, So the the first question of standing in your truth is more about, um, so, for example, growing up, there were things that I really wanted and I was scared to ask for because 
um, I, I don't know. I just had a story that it was like, I, I used to be in classical ballet and I was scared to ask for a solo. Like you were mm. given a solo, you didn't ask for a solo. So, um, that was something that I, I went up to my teacher. I asked for the solo, I asked for what I wanted. And that remained in me like as a moment where that was very scary for me because I could be given a no as an answer. And then that would mean that I failed or something. So bringing that forward, like many, many years later, um, you know, standing up for other things that I believed in and then going up to, um, one of the most famous architects in the world and telling him that architecture is not, um, my, my driving passion anymore when it's been his passion his whole life. And I mean, I highly respect him. Um, it was, it was very difficult as you can imagine. And having dedicated like 10 years of my life in, in this field. Um, so going up there and just facing that and being fully, um, acknowledging and vulnerable with my truth just made me so much stronger to be able to, to do that. So now going forward, um, I have that kind of as an anchor point in a sense where I know that I can stand for, for whatever I believe in, believe in, and I can only get stronger from that. So that's one. And then the second one of how to know if you're following your heart. So, I mean, it takes really that deeper knowing and, and really connecting to, to your truth and asking yourself, asking yourself a question, like what really inspires you in your life? Like, what do you really want to create? You know, and really trusting that you're here to to create an impact. You're here to make a difference for people and and to connect deeper to yourself and come back to that knowing um, that you're complete in an, like as you are. So um, does yeah does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I just I, I just find it interesting because I think a lot of people potentially majority of people like struggle with it. And the way I kind of and I think it's an ongoing figuring out. Um, cause you know, you're, you're ever changing, but, but for me, it just was literal experience. Like, you know, you put me at a desk all day and you try to make me do accounting and I'm miserable, but you put me at a desk all day, um, in, in Miami and do podcasts all day and talk to new people. I'm very happy, <laughs> you know? So like, yeah. I just like tried and tested all these different things. And then eventually I found a few things that I was like, Whoa, this is what I love. So um, yeah. it, maybe it could have got me here sooner if I had kind of asked those questions. But for me, it was just true experience and awareness of how I felt doing different things. Um, yes. so. And to, to speak a little bit more into that, like um, when you are doing something that's in alignment to your heart and your soul, it's really, it doesn't drain you anymore. Mm. Right. So like when I talk to my clients and after my group calls and all these things, like I end up so excited and like just filled with like this passionate, creative energy that I know I'm, I'm doing the right thing and it's all flowing. Right. So I feel like that's, that's what you start getting when you're closer to alignment to what you're meant to be doing yes. because you just keep fueling yourself with and loving what you do. That's so true. It's it's like 16 hours of work doing what you love at the end of it. Although, yes, you could potentially be tired, but it's almost like you feel like you f I like yeah. the word fueled. Like that that's what it feels yeah. like. But then like, you know, 16 hours of something you don't like, like that the whole 16 hours is is tiring, <laughs> you know. Um <laughs> So, yeah, I like that. Um, so the next one I have for you, Anna, is, is what is the most valuable piece of information we should know that's within your expertise or industry? Sure. So, um, 
for the the most valuable piece of information is really just connecting to your spiritual practice. You know, it's the key to living a life with deep connection. And even though, and that's such an important thing right now, like it's an important piece because we live in a hyper-connected world, right? Like we have so many ways of connect to other people, but it's not necessarily the deep connection that where, where we feel complete with each other, where we feel like we're actually showing up vulnerably and authentically. So that's what's really important. And in order to do that, spiritual practice allows for, for you to have that deeper connection because you start knowing closer to, like you, you start knowing who you are at a deeper level. So you're able to share yourself at a deeper level with other people. And what's your best piece of overall business advice? So not necessarily uh, industry mm-hmm. specific. Yeah. Um, this is something my, my, uh, business coach says, and I love it. So she says your business growth will only match your personal growth. Ah, yes, I agree. It's That's huge. huge. It yeah. is huge. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely is. And I think especially, well, I think it's in anything, but in entrepreneurship, like I think, uh, and I've heard this said before, like your business is like an extension of yourself. Um, and when you realize that, then you can also start to realize like the connection between like health and, and your business, because if you don't have good health, like you're not putting in 16 hours a day, regardless if you love it or not, maybe you could get past it, but you know, all those things connect together, um, is the point in my opinion. Um, so the next one I have is, is, so if you could give your younger self one piece of advice, what would that be? Um, it would be to, to follow, like follow the nudges, you know, like follow the passion, the excitement and remember that it gets to be playful and remember that you get to have fun in the process. And perfectly leads into the next one. In your opinion, what is the key to happiness? Um, the key to happiness is deep connection with ourselves so that we truly get to experience the oneness that we are like true connection with ourselves. It starts, um, dissolving the illusion of separation with other people. And yeah. And would you say, and with the like earth as a whole, like, do you believe like oneness just as like everything? Um, what do you mean by that? Yeah, yeah. So, well, for actually, let's dive into this real quick. Have you ever heard of Alan Watts? Uh, no. Okay. So after this, I'm going to, I'm going to share some Alan Watts stuff with you, but, um, (laughs) basically like what he, what he says, okay. So kind of backtracking a little. So earth, the word earth rearranged is the word heart. If that has any significance whatsoever, I don't know. But what I think is significant is like you said, a oneness as in people. So my question to you is like, do you think we are a oneness, not just as all people are connected, but as we are also connected with the earth, meaning like we didn't come to the earth, but we came out of the earth. What are your views on like that spiritual, maybe religious perspectives? Uh, Yeah. So it's the oneness in a spiritual sense for sure, but a oneness energetically, right? Like Mm. we all exist in this field of infinite potentiality and that's where we're connected through. Like the more you break us down, we're just vibrating particles of light and it's magical. So um, if everything is vibrating particles, we're like, we're all one. It's just vibrating in different densities in a sense. Right. Yeah. So, um, that's what I mean by oneness. And, and I feel like that's, yeah, that's it, definitely in a spiritual context and it, it, 
it um, aligns with the earth as well because everything that we see is vibrating particles as well. So it all has a certain vibration and um, we're able to perceive it a certain way, but it's all kind of an illusion as well. <laughs> yeah, totally. And, and also just to have a distinction there, you said religious, but this is really not religious at all um, because religion has like a different component to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 totally. And I was just curious of your your perspectives, and and I and I agree with that. Like, it's it's funny because it, it's like I guess these particles when you arrange them in different ways, like we look different. I'm male, you're female, but when you break it down to its most basic, simplest forms of vibrating particles, um, it's all one. Um, so I think that's yeah. an interesting um, thing. Yes, so- and that's where the where the sacred architecture comes in, and the vibration of like our inner architecture so mm. it yeah it, it gets it gets really deep really fast <laughs> <laughs> yeah um <laughs> the next one i have for you is what is the best book that you've read and what was the number one thing you learned from it mm, so one of my favorite books is a return to love by marianne williamson and i think it's brilliant because it just speaks into surrendering to love and making love a priority in any situation and stepping into that level of responsibility that we're the creators of our reality and we get to create through love and also that creating from love brings more love Mm. and what is your favorite quote and why my favorite quote Well, a quote that I, I like a lot is <laughs> is the journey and the goal are always the same. And oh. Wayne Dyer said that. And the reason why I like that is because it covers the whole concept of timelessness and how everything already is in the quantum field. And I, I love that. And that's also where we get to step into how meditation begins to shatter the illusion of separateness, which is um, what we just talked about. Yes, I love it. And that is an amazing quote. Um, so listen, thank you so much for coming on. The last question I have for you before we let you go is, uh, where is the best place for people to find you online? Awesome. Yeah. So the best way is on Instagram at soulshape.me or Facebook, same thing, soulshape.me. Or my website is www.soulshape.me. And um, also, if interested, Um, I have a free online series that's airing on the 20th and it's called spiritual practice for high performers and it'll be amazing. And they can go to spiritual practice for high performers.com. Perfect. Thanks again for hopping on. Yeah. Thank you.